I'm just grabbing my headphones real quick. All right, mate. Hello, mate. Hello. How you doing? How's it going? Super, super. I'm going to be able to hear you in like five seconds as soon as I get this thing adjusted. Oh. What are? Now we match. <laughs> now we're matching. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Done. You all right? Is it morning? Good morning to you. Top of the morning. Top of the morning to you, sir. And um, it's actually good afternoon tea for us here in England. Oh, really? It's all day tea here. <laughs> Excellent. I'm so glad you've got a tea as well. Tea and a turmeric latte. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've got two. Such a spiritual mm. show off. Nobody likes a show off. Andrew. Someone's got to one up everyone, you know? Yeah. That's you, isn't it, darling? Yeah. <laughs> I almost don't recognize you with clothes on. Well, this is me with clothes on. Should I take them off to make <laughs> no. you feel more comfortable? <laughs> That's a different time, darling. That's for okay. when you're working. This is, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, thank you day? for your help anyway, like with Omen Base. What was that? Thank you for all your help with Almond Base and the video. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Happy to share. I feel like, you know, we're in this together, and the more that we're able to uplift together, the, the better off we'll all be at the end of this pandemic. Exactly, mate. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> right? It's pretty wild. It is, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about it. I'm first of all, going to welcome you to the Zen AF show. And say thank you. I'm happy to be here. I think I'm going to move the mic on this side. Oh my word, Second. how fresh are you? It's almost oh, yeah, like you see. It's part of your job. <laughs> I mean, I do run a podcast. <laughs> That's why I'm doing Susha's darling. I don't know, just tighten this bolt. My mic is getting kind of old. It's been around the world and now it's like, you know, it's, it's taken some, some falls. Exactly. It's, it's doing the robot. <laughs> so what have you been doing in lockdown? What have you been doing to stay off the crack? Uh, I mean, you know, to stay off of the crack, which I'm sure is social media, I've been <laughs> teaching a lot of yoga. I've also um, jumped into my second 300 hour yoga teacher training, which has been absolutely phenomenal with Johnny Kest, um, which basically requires me to be fully engaged from 5 a.m. until 3.30 p.m. every single day. So uh, basically my 
in between time, like this is my lunch break right now, but I don't usually eat lunch. And so it's, it's fine. I eat like after around three thirty or so. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been basically just yoga interviews like this. Um, I'm launching a vegan protein soon. So that's been taking up a lot of time organizing and outlining the, uh, label, making sure everything is FDA approved and, uh, really doing my best to get, you know, healthy eating, healthy practices like meditation and yoga out to the world. And right. That's, that's been my, my preoccupation of time thus far. <laughs> so is it basically the same as pre-lockdown? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. The only uh, difference is that I, I don't get to travel as much as I used to, um, which is completely fine. I feel that, you know, being a traveling teacher uh, has been absolutely fulfilling in the sense of I get to see so many different places and having the opportunity to interact with lots of different communities all around the world. And now I have the opportunity to really chill, relax, and create the foundation that I need to be able to launch the next phase of um, what I feel is the evolution of my teachings. Great. Sweet. And who are you, who are you with at the moment, like locked in with? Are you in, um, I've seen a few of your posts. You seem to be having a lovely time with some jolly people. Yeah, yeah. So essentially I'm here in Costa Rica. And in Costa Rica, I happen to have some really awesome friends. I've been coming to Costa Rica for the past seven years, so I do have a community of incredible human beings who continue to uplift and uh, bring me to a space of feeling good and thriving, and um, my good friend who I'm actually staying with here is a vegan chef, and right before the lockdown, I was coming here to do a uh, consultation with Imaloa Institute. Um, they're a really incredible yoga facility here in Dominical, Costa Rica. And uh, my good friend Nadav, who owns it, was like, yeah, man, we're really going to get some video content going. We really want to have you on and have you as one of our premium coaches because they also do um, like online coaching for business uh, people. And uh, also just for, for any entrepreneur who's really looking to grow their business sustainably with a deeper sense of passion. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they reached out to me. I came out here uh, three days before they closed the borders and... I've been out here ever since, so it's been really awesome. I've been staying in between Imaloa Institute and then my other friend, um, her name is Michaela, and she's an incredible vegan chef. Right. And so we're actually working on a whole entire online uh, vegan course together, which is going to be absolutely awesome to help inspire people to take their health into their own hands. Mm-hmm. Great. I've been watching, yeah, all of your meals with like a drooling face, so... <laughs> yeah, they look pretty pretty good you yeah. look them. i however just looked a bit weird just drooling over them so yeah, swings around well, well hopefully soon enough you know the the borders will be open and i'll be able to you know I'll share some really in- <laughs> I'll, I'll share some great food with you you know right. soon enough i haven't been to london yet but i've heard great things and i have a great friend of mine uh steven who works and lives there um he's part of vegan fitness uh-huh. really incredible gentlemen. And uh, they also started a whole entire meal delivery system there. And so he's like, man, you got to come, you got to visit. And so I'll, I'll definitely come to London at some point in time. Wicked man. Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's cold, but you know, we drink a lot of tea to stay warm. So uh, I'll come when it's not cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like three days in August, darling. It's a bit of a narrow yeah. 
<laughs> Every now and then you got to catch those narrow windows. Yeah, it's boiling right now. I've been outside sunbathing like all day. Oh, Ooh, so it's nice. Sunbathing. Yeah, it's really good. Weirdly, really hot. So yeah, early summer. Mm -hmm. Um. I wanted to ask you a couple of things about, so obviously you're a very upside down man. Yes, I do I, love inversions. <laughs> lovely upside down man, which, um, so how I first sort of found you was on Instagram, right? So I was just in lockdown, innocently scrolling, fingering through my phone, and then I get this, right? Upside down, naked, beautiful chap. So do you know uh, what you're doing to women across the world, first of all? I mean, uh, probably naughty. making them very enticed and uh, invigorated. Marketing. I, I enjoy invigorating people, you know? <laughs> Men, women, birds, yeah. dogs, everyone. Yeah, so brilliant. <laughs> um, I just help to keep, keep the, the, the prana flowing, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> one way of putting it, darling, yeah. Sure. So then I basically bought your course. Um, oh, the handstand up? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Well, darling. So then I got straight into obviously creating an online festival and I haven't actually done hardly any yoga. Come on. Get no. back to those handstands, Rach. What do you think you're doing sharing yoga with the world? <laughs> well, this is what I was going to say. So like yoga, when I started studying it a very a million years ago, was it was minimal handstands. Do you know what I mean? It was... And now it's kind of become, is it acrobatics? Is it yoga? I don't know. My wrists are a bit painful, darling. You know, <laughs> what's going on? So, yeah. yeah. I want to know like what you're, because uh, you're obviously really excited by them and, you know, people love your love for them. So, yeah, tell me about what it is. Are you just showing off or is it spiritual? Well, I would have to say that any action that is done with presence and with your heart is a spiritual action. And I find that sometimes people see things and they may feel intimidated or they also may feel a sense of animosity or they also may feel a sense of jealousy. And those are all, um, I would say, avidyas, so like false reference points, you know. And essentially, when we look at another human being doing something, if we look through an eye of compassion, that maybe that action is bringing them into a deeper sense of alignment with themselves, then we would see, you know, the, the dog scratching its head. We'd see, you know, the bird chirping in the tree. We'd see, you know, the dog walking down the street, the human doing a handstand, the person sitting in meditation, the woman, you know, flipping her hair as all actions of love and light. Mm -hmm. And I feel that to be honest with you, handstands are one of the most incredible ways to put your whole entire engaged, completely focused energy on the earth. When you put your palms to the earth and you really feel that energy reverberate from your palms, through your wrist, into your forearms, into your shoulders, through your spine, all the way through your legs, into your toes, mm -hmm. that is a very energizing pose. And that is really the reason that I do the handstands is because it brings me to a deeper sense of presence because you can only really be thinking about your breath mm. and where you are in time and space when you're balanced upside down on your hands. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously I was only joking about you being um, a show off and I was going to say about, I took it personally. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope you go for a little cry. Okay. <laughs> um... After this interview, we're going to have a real conversation. <laughs> 
excellent. You're going to interview me about my anger issues. Um, how rude. <laughs> um, so there was something else I was going to say about that, but I can't even remember. Oh, I know. It was a backhanded compliment. I was going to be uh -huh. nice. So the reason, so obviously there's lots and lots and lots of, um, you see lots of people doing handstands and arm balances, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason I bought yours was not just because you were naked upside down. <laughs> it was because I'm not naked on the ads, okay? <laughs> uh, it was because this is a big compliment now. You didn't come across as an idiot. Mm. You were like a real human. Yeah. So I mean... you know, that's a compliment, mate. Because I've seen a lot of people doing handstands and. I could have bought many, many courses, but I was just like, this geese is legit. Aw, thank you. I, I really feel that, you know, if you do anything with your heart, you're going to resonate to the people who are the, the great audience that are going to support what you're doing. And I truly think that in today's time, like the more that we're able to shine fully with our hearts, the more that we'll attract the people that are going to support what we're doing. Sure. And I, I honestly, like, to the depth of my heart, I feel that we all have this opportunity to shine right now more than ever. Totally. Like we all have the opportunity to tap into our talents, to really bring forth what makes us shine, what makes us happy, what makes us feel of service to humanity. Mm -hmm. And what makes me feel of service to humanity is teaching yoga. And I find that right now, more than ever, people are very attracted to the asana postures. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know, what's one of my favorite asana postures to be able to teach people? Handstands. For sure. There, oh, there yeah. went the 30 days to handstand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, the cliff stuff, how did you get into that? Just, oh, I'm going to do this on the edge of a bar was one of them. Not, <laughs> not a bar with beer, people. A bar on, was it on a bar? you did it on on a I, i've done it on ledges i've done handstands on edges of houses i've done handstands on edges of buildings i've done handstands on tips of mountains um cliffs over the ocean Wicked man. uh even once on a boat mast that was pretty cool <laughs> that that was actually that was probably the hardest one because the boat is actually moving you know and so like your your center of gravity changes whereas if your hands are just on the top of a mountain, um, like I did a handstand on the diving board in Yosemite. And that's honestly one of the most grounding, incredible places that I've ever done a handstand on simply because you just have this depth of energy that grounds into the earth and feeling that puts you in a space where you have to be present. And when you have to be present, it's almost like a near death experience like that, that adrenaline starts running that, uh, epinephrine, that, that really deep sense of like oxytocin, like, Oh, like the, the dopamine, all the good stuff starts flowing through your body. And that feeling is really what I truly appreciate. And it's not to say that I'm an adrenaline junkie because I don't do handstands on cliffs every single day. <laughs> but when I do hike up a beautiful mountain that has an absolutely gorgeous view and I happen to have a photographer friend with me, I'm probably going to do a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> Likely it is. We're going to do it. Sure. 99.7% handstand. <laughs> sure, sure. And well, the, the other 0.03% is if it's too windy. <laughs> oh, sure, because, uh, yeah, that would be a little off-putting. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so 
what I grasp as well is that you're constantly very chilled and jolly, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just a chill, jolly kind of guy. I feel like, uh, huh? Have you ever been angry? Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. I was actually, I was, I was, uh, I would call it uh, mildly frustrated <laughs> yesterday um, with, uh, I would call him an acquaintance uh, who happened to just, you know, be completely, well, I'll just, I'll actually tell the story. So it's, okay, it's sure. my, uh, my good friend, uh, Michaela, who I'm staying with. She has a brother and her brother doesn't live here at his house because he has time and time again shown that he is not reliable, um, not responsible. He's kind of like uh, the older baby brother, you know, in the sense that he hasn't really figured out how to take care of himself yet, which is completely fine. You know, everyone takes their own time uh, learning the way of life and learning how to be sustainable and self-sufficient. And in these times of uh, need, you know, we were like, oh, you know, we'd like to invite him over for dinner, just to show him some love, you know, really just give him the opportunity to, you know, just be in the presence of some kind people. And we just wanted to cook him dinner. That was it. Simple. <laughs> so we invite him over for dinner. And the first conflict was on the phone with him and Michaela. I just hear them, you know, yelling back and forth. What's wrong when she hangs up the phone? She's like, he wants to bring over his five puppies. I'm like, oh, goodness, five puppies and the mom dog. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, where are they going to stay? We've got, you know, a backyard. We just planted a garden in the backyard with fresh little veggies sprouting up. And exactly what do puppies like to do? And so, so, and we had just cleaned the house. Every Sunday is like, you know, Sunday self-love day take baths, clean the house, make tea, don't answer any phone calls, don't look at the computer type of day. And um, so the house is spotless. And he comes over with all these dogs and they're just running around and there's a cat in the house. The cat runs outside and it's just like full on mayhem as soon as he gets in here. And we're just looking at each other like, this is, this is what the yoga's for. This is that opportunity to take yeah. those deep breaths and to really be patient because obviously this person needs our, our kindness, our compassion, and we can really use this as an opportunity to tap into all of that work, mm -hmm. all of this yoga every single day, all the meditation every single day, all of this healthy eating. It's all to be able to be uh, a prime example of what it means to be benevolent and compassionate right now. Yeah. So exactly. that was... That was the experience. It was it was a very frustrating evening in the sense that, you know, when you see someone not care about the dogs pooping on the carpet or yeah. peeing on the nicely clean, you know, floor that you're planning on practicing on tomorrow and, you know, just running around, running amok. <laughs> <laughs> Defecating, darling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was, it was a good one, though. It was like, you know, deep breaths. Take yeah. those deep. <sighs> breaths of kindness. Yeah. Well, you've got the angry unicorn video if you need to release anger. She'll put some good tips for you there. I know, with the bacon chips? Woof! That was, that was a blowout right there. They were vegan, just FYI. They're called vegan. <laughs> <Gone. laughs> um, I actually wanted to talk to you about, uh, you, are, are you, you are vegan, fully vegan. Yes, yes. I've been plant-based now for nine years. Oh, wow. That's a long time. 
Yeah. Yeah, jeepers, creepers. And um, I think I watched a video that said that you uh, grew up, are you from Barbados? Yeah, I'm originally from Barbados. Uh, and I really like that mix that you sent me. Boogum, 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 boogum. <laughs> you know, the dance hall mix, come on. The dance hall mix, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And where I was going with that was, so you had Rasta parents. Mm-hmm. And you obviously like music. <laughs> I love music. I absolutely love music from, you know, Gregory Isaacs to Sizzla, Steel Pulse, um, you know, Black Uhuru. Nice. All, all the old school roots rock reggae. Great. Bob Marley, of course. I love Bob Marley. So, so on yes. based in real life is actually a yoga and a reggae festival. That's what absolutely. it is when I do it in real life. Reggae? Like, mate, yes. Because yoga and reggae are like, Oh, totally, totally. Have you ever been to California? Yeah, I go there. Have you ever been to uh, Govindas? He owns Bhakti Yogashala. No. Oh, you would love him. He, yeah, he has a, it's called um, Bob and Bob. So it's a Bob Marley class and it's a Bhakti Yoga class. Nice. And it is pure magic. He chants and sings and then plays Bob Marley and you're going through these flows all hot and sweaty and it's just like pure love, you know? Nice. Like that's positive vibration, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a festival, but Oma Base is also a class, right? So it's like a seven chakra yoga flow punctuated with chakra dancing. Um, oh. That's in reggae and it moves up different tempos. But when we get to throat chakra, we actually usually sing a Bob Marley tune as like our Vishuddha practice. <laughs> so and that's a beautiful one. I mean, you know, which one do you usually choose? Which which is your favorite Bob Marley song? Mm, well, for this purpose, because everyone knows the words, no matter what country they're from and what language they speak, they know the words. Either mm -hmm. three little birds or one love. Yeah, that's what I was it's gonna say. As soon as you come out the womb, you know the words. <laughs> you know three little birds. <laughs> What's your first bird? Upon oh. my birds. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you're a baby. What you have, Andrew? You should really put be putting that down to some beats. Um, <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> With your lovely microphone that you have there. Check one, check two. <laughs> Can you guys hear me out there? Oh, the other part of being from Barbados, right? Mm -hmm. Cannabis is that one of your things? Uh, so Cannabis is a good friend of mine. Uh, she started a yoga retreat company that is specifically based on bringing people to spaces where they can practice yoga and smoke cannabis. Mate. So Cannabis was born. Genius, isn't it? What a genius. Brilliant. Yeah, she's, she's absolutely brilliant. She's a sweetheart. Um, her name on Instagram is uh, uh, Cannabis Princess. Or, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is here. Let me see. Just to make sure. Oh, Cannabis Priestess. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's wonderful. She's, she's spiritual. <laughs> Not she is. She's, she's wonderful too. My, um, about 10 years ago when I did a retreat, I ran a retreat in Spain and one of the girls there um, got hold of some and then she basically declared to everyone that she wasn't doing yoga. She was doing stoga because she was stoned. I mean, <laughs> we, need to, we need to run a retreat like that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally down to make that happen. 
I, I'm all about going to, you know, beautiful places. Definitely need to go to Jamaica. I've never been to Jamaica, I've but never, I really uh, want to go. Defo. It's like, yeah, the mecca of, of weed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I was in St. Lucia last year. That was lovely. Ooh, I heard St. Lucia is gorgeous. Mate, the water and the mountains and the jungle and the people, my word, they are super mm. friendly and lovely. Yeah, yeah. Most island people are very, very kind people. Like you got to think if you're living on an island where white sand beaches and mangoes and coconuts are your everyday norm yeah. and really good cannabis and Bob Marley, come on. And sunshine, mate. Sunshine. And sunshine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Immediately enlightened, basically. Sure. <laughs> Born enlightened. <laughs> yeah. Born knowing all the words and enlightened. They're getting a lot done. <laughs> truth, truth. <laughs> being born. It's a lot to get done. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk to you about. So obviously as a yoga teacher, like in today's world, we also have to earn money. So we charge for things. Mm -hmm. Like how I've been given quite a lot of stick over the years for that. And if you say that where you're from, a lot of stick. Throwing Meaning like, you know, BS from people, yeah. a lot of, uh, of bad feedback. <laughs> yeah, Negatrons. Um, Negatrons. I like that. I just say they've been drinking the Haterade. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, they've been guzzling that. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to know how you sort of reconciled sort of the spiritual world and what we have to actually deal with living in the world. Yeah, my goal is to be able to get to a point where I do not ever have to charge for any in-person classes. And I really feel that that is coming to a place where that will be very, very true very soon, um, simply because I've leveraged the power of technology. You know, okay. like this, this right here is going to reach maybe thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is a way to be able to leverage our voice, to be able to share with more people. And, you know, even like 30 days to handstand that, that course took us two weeks to film that course, you know, took a lot of money from, you know, cameramen to editors, to development of a website, to, you know, having a full on app online even submitting an app is like two grand, you know, to yeah, Apple yeah. to get them to check it and everything. So essentially, you know, all of these, these assets that are out there online, those are, you know, $30 for 30 days of handstand. That's a dollar a day. Like, come Crazy. on, that's very simple. Right. Yeah. And to be able to reach now we've sold over 8,000 um, of those apps and thus, like that has now allowed me to be able to have more time to go deeper into my learning, which is now doing this other 300 hour teacher training so that I can have the ability to be able to teach teacher trainings online, which will be less expensive than the wow. ones that you have to do in person. Right. And so essentially, like my goal is just to make it so that yoga is more accessible to more people because it's been such an amplifier to my life. And that's also why I do, you know, free interviews. I do a lot of free classes online. I'm doing a free uh, moon, full moon ceremony tonight with my good friend Zahara Zimring, who's an absolutely incredible uh, astrologist. And so like my goal is just to offer, just to be able to share and to really live in that space of seva 
of really giving back to the community and creating a, a yoga kula, a mm. real yoga kula, a sangha of people who are truly devoted to their practice, truly in the bhav of living a lifestyle that is yogic. And I feel that we can totally do that. And I think that having the balance between the business and the yoga is maybe not for everyone, but if you happen to be a yoga teacher who wishes to have yoga be your lifestyle, your living, your livelihood, then you're going to have to learn some business skills or you're going to have a partner who knows some business skills because that's like the balance. Like one of my teachers, Noah Maze, um, he's an incredible yoga teacher. Doesn't do any of the business. His wife does all the business, all the contracts, everything. She's a lawyer. So she understands that stuff. She, she's brilliant. Well. It. It's quite a good combination. Exactly. So you need to get you a yoga man, girl. What you doing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Yeah, I do. I need to teach, do some business stuff for someone other than myself because I do that. Yeah, yeah. It really does help. And honestly, like, I feel just like anything. Like, we all have, like, a, have you ever seen – I'm sure that you've seen Pokemon – Yes. Do you remember Pokemon on the game yeah. game girl? <laughs> That's what I used to call it for my sisters. My my sister had a little purple one. I would call her the game girl. That's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, on a Pokemon, you know, like they have like the power, like the hit points, like the agility, the recovery. Like that's how humans are too. Like we have like, you know, the business, we have the spirituality, we have like the athleticism, we have like the reading, like, you know, like the uh, intellectualism, This, you know, all these different things are, are mixed and, and they become our whole being. And mm. if we want to become uh, a multifaceted, multidimensional being, then we have to really do our best to make sure that we become proficient in the things that we find value in. And if you want to be online, if you want to be able to share uh, with as many people as possible, then awesome. Or you could go the easy route as well, where you, you find yourself teaching, you know, usher or or you know like the yeah. seriously i have a friend who teaches usher and, and she's she's not like a she's an incredible yoga teacher but she she doesn't have a big instagram not many yeah. people are like sitting around following her looking at her hot body do things and she's she just does her thing she teaches usher you know she gets paid well traveling with him and doing the thing you know so it's like you have to choose where you really want to specialize. And I think that's the key is knowing who you are, knowing your attributes and being able to shine and hone them in, get them as polished as possible so that when you go out there into the world, you shine and you attract the, the business, the love, the, the opportunities, the great experiences that will make you the being who you're meant to become. Definitely. I remember my teacher in India saying like, if, if you do it for the money, the money won't come. If you do it for the love, the money will come and you won't even care when it does. And I was like, that, perfect. Because yeah, obviously from being from a legal background, all we were ever trained to do was, you know, big contracts, big money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, yeah. Then I was like, oh, thank goodness. I can completely switch into that. And it works. It, it does work. One hundred percent. I have struggled a little bit. I don't know if you've sort of experienced this as well. So, I it's quite a big brand of yoga. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to name and shame and appear to be bitter. But it's just am I too? Um, I just basically <laughs> my experience was I wanted to do another teacher training. So you know I like learning. I keep doing them. Um, 
and I thought, oh, I'm so, I'm so into this style. They're singing, you know, everyone's, it's everything. You've got chanting. It's, it's a complete class. I love it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I went to look at how much it was. I was like, oh man, that is, that's a lot of money. Okay. And then I realized that it ended up being about $10,000, right. All in all. I think we all know who I'm talking about. And I emailed them and I said, unit, just and I said, um, I'm not sure if you're aware that it's a little bit financially um, elitist and I'm currently a yoga teacher. Therefore I don't earn an absolute shitload of money. <laughs> and um, they said, Oh, what we, what we advise people to do, I can't believe they said this. We advise people to get a crowdfunding page up and to put it onto credit cards. And I was like, are you actually joking me? Like crowdfunding's for like charities, mate. For people who need the money. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I was just like, wowzers. But yeah, so you've got every end of the spectrum, right? Yeah, yeah. And that that I think is... uh... That's the beauty of yoga is that there is every end of the spectrum. Seriously, because you got to think that there are people who will go specifically for that training just because it's the most expensive one. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's yeah. just like, you know, just like, oh, oh, I've got the Gucci belt. Check out my True. Gucci. Oh, have you yeah. seen my Gucci belt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a Gucci belt wearer. I don't know if you guys know, but Gucci is, you know, <laughs> they know me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. It, it's it's, no, a, right. it's a thing. It's it a, thing, a thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that I think is just the world we live in. It's the world we live in, where people yeah. are attracted by um, material wealth, and I also think that people value things that are more expensive. Why? Because it's more expensive. Oh, yeah. like this must be better just because it costs more. Yeah. And I think that's actually what is crumbling right now. I think is so. Is this, 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 uh, this, the easiest way I could put it is it's, a, it's an illusion. It's a false sense of security mm. that's based on financial value. And right now we're realizing that financial value is not as important as intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. which means the longevity of the knowledge and the wisdom that you're able to extract from whatever object, whatever learning, whatever teaching, whatever it is that you are quote unquote paying money for, because essentially everything is just a value exchange to yeah. give and receive. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving for something and not receiving the value that you gave, then obviously there's going to be a big fault there on someone. And we're realizing now that there's a big fault on a lot of the institutions that have said, oh, you know, go to college and you're going to get out and get a good job. You're going to pay 20 to 100 grand and you're going to go out there into the world and you're going to just like remember that, that, that same exact school, right, of yoga was saying, hey, just put it on your credit card. Yeah. Now yeah. we're looking and like, where's that credit going? Where is all that, that intrinsic value going? Yeah, all that fake computer money. Exactly. Yeah, funny that doesn't exist. And now we all realize that health is wealth. Funny that. Mm-hmm. Wow, self-sufficiency. Wow. Good Sovereignty. Green vegetables. What? Green vegetables <laughs> are important? <laughs> Growing them. Turmeric? 
outside turmeric. Uh, yeah, I just live on turmeric and mung beans actually now. <laughs> Pretty good for you. Sprouted mung beans are no joke. Well, my mum lives on a mono diet because she has severe arthritis. So we do a lot of Ayurvedic food, right? So she mm. has um, dal, mung bean dal a lot. And we have turmeric latte quite a lot. Come over sometime. <laughs> Sounds like a great place. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we love the mung beans, the sprouted mung beans, all the cooked mung beans. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're great. They are great. Um, I wanted to ask you one more thing, I think. It's about the guru culture, mm. which I also think is sort of doing the same thing as the money, darling. You know, yes, it's... Definitely. Um, it's definitely changing. And as a, as a bloke teaching yoga, um, you know, how does that make you sort of feel when you hear about all of this crap that's been going on with all these teachers and stuff like, you know, I honestly, I, I do my best not to get distracted by it. Mm -hmm. Like a, a friend of mine the other day was like, Oh my goodness. Have you seen the documentary about Bikram? Yeah. I was like, no she's like you have to see it like you're a man teacher like you know anything could happen like you know like i was like well nothing's gonna happen because you're not gonna do what he did <laughs> exactly my point yeah. i'm like i'm like if even the fact that she said that i was like like what is what is your do your homework what is your in case you decide to be a molesterer <laughs> exactly like like exposing myself to that frame of mind I feel is only making that, uh, that experience more, um, more likely. Cause I, I think that it's like already like you're, you're putting it in your head, right? You're, you're planting a seed of possibility, right? Whereas if I, if I completely were oblivious to that even existing, then I continue upon my life doing as I do while aligning with the things that are true mm -hmm. to me. You know, which is, you know, reading the yoga sutras, reading books on music and music theory and, you know, writing in my journal, writing poetry. Like, I am so happy not watching anything on TV. Actually, the only thing that I really enjoy watching, I, I'm, I have a guilty pleasure of watching uh, all those movies that are made by the studio that made Spirited Away and Castle in the Sky mm -hmm. and Totoro, my neighbor Totoro and all these these really funny sweet japanese movies with great messages like and the, all the animals are talking it's like those those are like my guilty pleasure like watching I'm not guilty whatsoever <laughs> let me tell you and and and, and, yeah. and chocolate chip vegan cookies okay I, i'll i'll admit it okay Andrew, you are no short of a devil absolute <laughs> <laughs> devil i can't believe so, i'm such a devilish creature <laughs> uh, and and it's so interesting cuz it's like i I feel that a lot of people, like you're talking about this guru culture, right? They put people on a pedestal. Heist. And when you put someone on a pedestal, what it does is it gives them a power that just like intrinsic value, yeah. right? That power is completely on the perceptor of the receiver, meaning that, that the person who is receiving that voice, those teachings is giving that person power. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So if, sure. if you, if you're not, so I, I will, I will completely admit that I, I started off in Bikram yoga. My teacher was a woman. She was just as physical as I'm sure many of the men teachers that have, 
been known to uh, sexually have harassed or abused other people. Right. And I will say from a man perspective, she was very physical. Did I ever think that she was touching me in a way that was sexual? I wouldn't call it sexual. I mean, she very often put her hands on my hips, very often put her hands on my legs Mm -hmm. and it is what it is. It's yoga. It's what you sign up for. It's what you choose to subscribe to. Mm -hmm. And I think that ultimately we all have a choice and we have to come back to the understanding that our power is gifted to one another. Mm. So right now we're empowering each other by having this conversation, right? So in a teacher student relationship, we're empowering our teacher to be able to provide us with the most informative direction that they can possibly give within their own experience and knowledge of yoga. For sure. And everyone, everyone, everyone has a different perspective, you know, and everyone yeah. has a different upbringing. Everyone has different insecurities. Everyone has different trauma. Mm. And we have to really be cognizant as to who we're choosing to subscribe to because that is literally shaping our mindset. That's shaping our experience. That's shaping our trauma. That's shaping our growth. Yeah. So if you want to choose your teachers wisely. You want to make sure that those people who you're instilling your time, your love, your compassion, your, your, it's invaluable. It's Mm. invaluable. The, the relationship between a teacher and a student. And that's, I think that the guru perspective is dying. Yes. Which is a good thing in the sense that we're realizing that everyone can be your guru. And you, know, the, you. You're, you're, you don't have to, you know, you learn something from them, but you develop it yourself. So like you don't hand all of yourself over to someone else. Yeah. It's like, that's the thing. It, I think for me, the guru thing touched a nerve because I am a woman and I've seen it when people mm-hmm. have been taken advantage of um, and they're hero worshiping this guru and yeah, they just step way out of line and um, you know, there's a lot of it. And I watched it just from a female perspective and because I'm not entirely straight and women in my class know that. So mm-hmm. like um, when I'm adjusting them, it's just like, I'm very respectful, obviously, but I'm a massive adjuster. Like yeah. I love adjusting. Like I really need to make sure that I feel how people are doing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just really interesting from, from that point of perspective. I know what you mean about not having it in your field of awareness, but because I'm on the fence of both being a woman under male teachers and also mm-hmm. having women who know which way I flow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like this thing in between. I was curious. Yeah. And that's, that's, that is a, I feel like it's such a great question and it's also going to be one of those questions that it's a never ending conversation, you know, sure. because mm. we're all different. We all express love in different ways. We all, express um, feelings in different ways. We all receive love in different ways. So it's similar to the love language, you know, it's like if, if there was like a, a yoga language, like, you know, take the yoga language test to see how you actually appreciate being taught to. And then every teacher has, oh, these are, these, this is my yoga language, you know, and so your student aligns yeah. to your teacher. But I feel until, you know, something like that is created, it's just going to be a, a type of trial and error where you just have to align 
to the divine and choose your your teachers wisely for sure yeah yeah let's hope people do basically all we can do is hope you know and especially during these times of uh quarantine i feel that people are learning that the best teacher is themselves totally that the guru resides within the heart totally yeah so good i'm glad we both agree otherwise that would have been really awkward (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean you touching me or me touching you (laughs) whatever if it's mutual i'm not sure that we've got much of a case uh, so this isn't as awkward as we thought it was. <laughs> exactly. No lawsuit. How boring. <laughs> <laughs> All love. All love, mate. All love. Yeah. So, oh, I was going to say as well. So this is my last thing. I, I promise. Um, mm. You're in a child. And I think this is where, so I used to be like, oh, handstands ruin my wrists because I've actually, it's nothing to do with handstands. It's because I, I box a lot and do martial arts. <laughs> So it's, it's that, it's nothing to do with spiritual handstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my sister put it in, my, in a different perspective. She was like, it's just your inner child, Rachel. And all you are is a child, mm. <laughs> you handstanding. So yeah, do you, how do you feel about that statement? I totally think that the inner child wants to be upside down. Do you remember when you were a kid and, and doing like airplane with your mom or your dad or yeah. like, you know, being held upside down? I remember my dad used to hold me upside down and swing me like this. Like, yeah. I remember that. And the fact that like those are the memories that I remember are like me being inverted, like, ah, oh, seeing the world upside down. That I think is why I truly appreciate handstands, inversions, headstands, like, Acro yoga. I love acro yoga. I love being able to share, you know, human connection. And I think that's really what we got to come back to. 100%. Is, is a deep understanding of human connection. And I think that after this, uh, you know, epidemic, quarantine, all that jazz, I think that once it's all said and done, that people are really going to appreciate each other a lot more. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Crikey. I don't know what it's going to be like as soon as I'm able to actually touch someone. Right? It's going to be like a hug orgy. <laughs> I hope so. I think I might arrange it on Zoom, to be honest. <laughs> Beforehand, so that we can all prep and then go for it. Make sure that you have your fuzziest shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just upside down, topless, free the nip, orgy time. Brilliant. Hey, it's, all, it's all love. It's all love. It's one way or another. It's just all love. It's just energy. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Great talking to you today. I really appreciate your time, Rach. I really appreciate what you're doing with Own Base and so excited to continue to make magic with you. Oh, you too, mate. Thanks ever so much. You're a bloody beauty. And I uh, might be sending you one of these. I'm Zen as FK. F double star K. Naughty little stars in between. (laughs) I like that. So I will be sending you one of those as a thank you. And you're a bloody beaut. Thank you so much. Definitely. Only a reflection. Have a blessed one and namaste. Namaste. Nice one, mate. Yeah. Thank you. I'm gonna stop have a great day. Yeah. Or, or do you want to have any like 